the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. Amen. Christ is risen. There's someone who many of you may have encountered but do not know. If you've walked the stairwell here at the church, you've noticed that there are some pictures of those who were founding members of our parish, and one of them is of a priest with kind of a long white beard, and his name is Father Thomas. Have you seen that picture of Father Thomas? Some of you know who he is, but many of you do not. And um, in that his name is Father Thomas, and note, I don't say was. When we talk about those who have departed, we talk about them as those who are, not those who were, but as those who are. So his name is Father Thomas, Today is his name day. And he was one of the, he was the priest who started the mission in Snohomish called St. Thomas Mission. And on April 18th, 2004, the Sunday after Pascha, which is known as Thomas Sunday, Father Thomas, who was the assistant pastor here, assistant to Father James, he delivered what was his last public message to our parish. The gospel read on that day, as we heard, commemorates the appearance of the risen Lord to his apostles with special emphasis on the words and actions of the Apostle Thomas. And in his message, Father Thomas provides insight into the bold and courageous faith of the one who's been often dismissively labeled as the doubter. For several years, Father Thomas had suffered from an illness which had sapped his energy and strength and caused much bodily pain, yet he did not let it dampen his faith in the Lord or his desire to pursue the Orthodox spiritual life to its fullest. In his homily, as Father Thomas spoke of the struggles and trials and the martyrdoms of the saints, one could see in his face and in his voice and hear in his voice that it was the witness and intercessory prayers of these holy ones that gave him strength and confidence to deal with his own personal hardships. Eleven days later, on April 29th, Father Thomas died peacefully in his sleep at home at the age of 56. In the last years of his life, Father Thomas had dedicated himself to supporting and serving at the women's monastery of St. John the Forerunner in Goldendale. And that's where he lays to rest right now. Anytime we go to the monastery, we try to visit Father Thomas and have a little memorial service there. He was the first one to be buried in the cemetery located on the monastery grounds. So the words I want to share with you today are the words of that final homily that he gave. Words that reflect the life and ministry of of this humble priest. May his memory be eternal. So I begin. Christ is risen. So we say, so we believe, this is our faith. Today is the second Sunday of Pascha in which the church calendar is called Thomas Sunday. Clearly the church wants to draw our attention 
to the attitude of St. Thomas the Apostle, an attitude that was provisionally disbelieving, but subsequently profoundly believing. As we have just heard in the Gospel reading today, Christ appeared to the disciples after his resurrection, but St. Thomas was not present with them. The disciples then related what had happened, what they had seen to Thomas, and he would not believe it, at least not without more proof. Now, before we cast too many aspersions on this doubting disciple, I'd like to point out a few things. This is the same Thomas who we are told about as Jesus started off to Bethany to raise his friend Lazarus. You see, the apostles all knew that the scribes and Pharisees were out to get Jesus and that going to Bethany, which is quite near Jerusalem, was just asking for trouble. It was Thomas, though, who then said to the others, let us also go that we may die with him. Thomas was not a coward. Remember that when Jesus came and stood in the midst of them, the other disciples were behind closed doors for fear of the Jews. And these disciples had heard the report of Mary Magdalene that she had seen the Lord, but they did not believe it. Thomas is not the only doubter in this crowd. Ultimately, though, perhaps we could even say incredibly, they all came to profound faith, faith even unto death. The faith that saves is complete faith. Not just the mind believing and the tongue confessing, but the whole man trusting in the living God. Our faith grows and affects our actions, or it dies. Faith alone, that is by itself, static faith, does not save, as St. Maximus the Confessor points out. Do not say that faith alone in our Lord Jesus Christ can save you, for this is impossible unless you acquire love for Him through your works. As for faith by itself, the demons also believe and tremble. This faith, the faith that we hope we have in us, is the faith that sustained many thousands of martyrs, including the Holy Apostle Thomas, throughout the ages. The Holy Martyr Crescens was an honored and eminent nobleman of the city of Myra and Lycia, who for his open confession of Christ and derision of lifeless idols was killed by the pagans. When this holy martyr was taken for trial, the judge put great pressure on him to worship idols. Being utterly unsuccessful in this, the judge finally said to Crescens, Only let your body bow, but cleave in your soul to God. To this the honest Crescens replied, My body can do nothing independently of the soul, which gives it movement and guidance. And so for his clear Christian confession against this deceitful form of equivocation, the temptation to hedge our bet rather than confess our true faith, Crescens was burned to death. As Christians, we have the responsibility to serve our Creator with our bodies also, not just with our souls. By their holy lives and deaths, our fathers and mothers in the faith have clearly refuted the false position of some Christians who believe in the flesh as pagans and meanwhile congratulate themselves on their belief in and love for God in their souls. For when we deceive ourselves in this way, we, in essence, cut ourselves in half 
and enter the service of two masters, something the holy lips of Christ himself have stated is impossible. So if we have times of doubting that Christ was crucified and raised from the dead for us, that perhaps we need to do something. Perhaps we need to do something that is costly for us. Perhaps we need to truly act out our faith in concrete and sacrificial ways. When we sacrifice ourselves or that which we have for others, we testify of our faith. It is when we act that we receive the grace to do the act. It may not be given to us to see Christ's blessed face constantly, but when we reach out with compassion to others, then he is revealed. And we have a quote from St. Nikolai Velimirovich. When the holy apostle Thomas touched the wounds of the Lord Jesus, from the depths of his soul he cried, My Lord and my God. When Mary Magdalene heard the voice of the risen one in the garden, she exclaimed in her soul, My Lord and my God. When Saul the persecutor saw the light and heard the words of the risen one, he acknowledged my Lord and my God. When pagans beheld how innumerable martyrs endured their sufferings with joy and asked them, Who was this Christ? They answered, My Lord and my God. When mockers ridiculed the great company of ascetic monks and asked them who it was for whom they laid on themselves such strict asceticism, they all had only one reply, My Lord and my God. When mockers ridiculed holy maidens who had vowed virginity and asked them who it was for whom they forego marriage, they all had only one reply, My Lord and my God. When lovers of money asked rich men in disbelief for whose sake they had given away their riches and become poor, they answered one and the same thing, My Lord and my God. Some saw him and said, my Lord and my God. Some touched him and said, My Lord and my God. Some perceived him in the fabric of events and the destinies of peoples and said, My Lord and my God. Some came to know him by some sign, either to themselves or to others, and cried out, My Lord and my God. And some came to hear of him from others and believed and cried, my Lord and my God, and indeed these last are the most blessed. And so let us also cry with all our hearts, however we have come to the discovery and knowledge of him, my Lord and my God, to him be all glory, honor, praise, and worship forever. Amen. Christ is risen. Amen.